Hi, my name's Diana Trepkoff, and I'd like to welcome you to my new podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? I'm a forensic artist who's completed hundreds of law enforcement cold cases, and I can tell you firsthand the pain and suffering I have witnessed on families of missing loved ones. I can see the pain on their face, I can hear the pain in their voice, and I feel it in my heart. My dream is that all missing persons will be found and there will never be another missing person ever again. That's what I pray for. That's what I hope for. And that is my dream. So please welcome my new podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? And one by one, let's bring these missing loved ones home. Thank you. This is about missing and murdered Brian Sullivan. And um, one thing I can tell you is what really hurts me in this career is when I see families of missing loved ones and what they go through, the mental torture. And um, I've been involved in 242 law enforcement cold cases to date, but I can tell you with every family that I've gone to know, um, they're all precious, they're all amazing people. and their missing loved one is a victim of crime. And a lot of times we're still trying to find um, their body. Okay, so I'll begin. This is a sad story and um, I wanna do justice for him because, you know, the family's been through a lot. The not knowing is the worst part. Um, he was murdered and we have no idea where his body is. And so the, the most important thing what I wanna say today is that if anybody knows um, where exactly Brian is hidden, where he's buried, please do the right thing and come forward. You can contact me through Facebook. You can contact the police. I'll talk about the story and photos, lots to share. But the main thing is what a family goes through is mental torture. And they have the right to bury their loved one where they want to bury them, not where the person who murdered that person buried them. And it, it's not right. It's mental torture. And I've seen so many pa families suffer and they need the healing to begin. They need to know where their loved one is. So if anybody knows through this, once I do this whole thing about Brian, just come forward. And if you're afraid to say who you are, you can call in a tip anonymously, but it's so important. Someone comes forward and says where his body is. Once again, Brian deserves it. He was only 19 years old when he was murdered. And I get emotional thinking of that and saying that because there's so many families that I know and their their daughters, their sons, whether they're trafficked or murdered, and it's it's not fair what they're going through. And people know stuff out there. Someone always knows something. I believe that. So I'll begin with this, but again, please come forward if you know. I know the lighting's off here. Okay, so we'll begin right here. Um, so Brian Sullivan, missing from Rochester, New York. He's been missing since July 8th, 2007. And that's a long time um, for a family not to know where their loved one is. He was only 19 years old at the time of his disappearance. He's white male, his height 5'11", weight 170 pounds, blue eyes, dark hair, very good looking, like you've seen in the picture, um, black hair, full beard, and his nickname, Sully. And um, again, if anybody knows where Brian is buried, we're, 
begging you to call the Monroe County Sheriff Department at 585-753-4176, and that's in Rochester, New York, or you can contact the Q Center. Monica Kaysen's always there and ready, and she'll pick up the phone, and you can put in a tip there. And the details of his disappearance is, Brian disappeared early in the morning of July 8th, 2007. According to reports, the 19-year-old Churchville, Chile, high school graduate has spent the previous evening watching a movie at a friend's house, then bought breakfast at a drive-through of a Chile Avenue Burger King. Investigators found a receipt for the food stamped with the time 5.38 a.m. in Brian's car. The red 1995 Pontiac Sunfire was found in front of a 100-acre wooded area on nearby Lettington Avenue. Now you can Google the case and you can see what everybody's saying out there. Um, basically, I'm coming from my heart where I just wanna tell the personal side of who Brian was and his family and and um, basically just for someone to come forward. That's the biggest thing. So right here, there's a beautiful picture of all of them together. And um, there's his mom, Barbara, his dad, Dan, his cousin and sister, and there's Brian right there. And you can tell they're such a happy looking family and, and he should be here, right? He should be here. They should all be together, growing old together, enjoying life. And this is what I want people to feel in their hearts that if it was someone you love that went missing or was murdered, you'd want someone to come forward. So, so we're asking you, if you know something, do the right thing and come forward so they can bury Brian where they want to bury him. This picture is so beautiful. It's Brittany and Brian when they were young. And this, I think it was Brittany four years old and Brian three. And look at their beautiful smile. Like their smile is so contagious and they look so happy. And once again, they should be growing old together. He should be here. So there's that picture. And you can tell so much life in both of them. You know, it's, it's just, it's sad. It's really sad. Here's Brian again. This is when he was 17. No good looking boy. He liked music, mixing music and stuff. So there he is. And I did an age progression of Brian way back um, May 28, 2013 to 25 years old. So this is an older one, but there is one that I did of Brian. And I'm going to read you some messages here. We're going to start off with his mom, Barbara. And Barbara wrote this. I remember the day I found out I was pregnant with Brian, April Fool's Day. Surely they were kidding. Little did I know what I was in store with Brian. My mischievous little boy, so many stories to tell, so little time. One I'll share with you is how he gave himself a haircut while I was in Arizona. After finding him on the top shelf of the closet, my husband had to have his hair shaved. Another time while on vacation, he went to a fish fry in Canada. And I'm in Canada, so it's cool to see stories about Canada. <laughs> Brian decided to show off his breakdancing moves to Will Smith get jiggy with it. He was the only one on the dance floor, and there was a group of boys his age about four, if I remember making fun of him. He never stopped, kept dancing right up to the end, and when he did a flip and came up flipping those boys off. Now at the time, I was so mad and embarrassed as my mom was there. But now I think, good for you, Brian, doing that thing. 
Brian had empathy for others, always sticking up for the underdog. That part touched my heart because that's what I'm like. Every time I see somebody getting bullied or picked on, because I was bullied when I was young, I jump right in and I protect them. So I, I love when I find out about the, you know, the missing people, their hearts and stuff, and that he had empathy, because that's a really important and great quality to have. Um, there was an incident with a kid he was friends with. I won't go into detail, that involved a female. Brian went to the police on her behalf. I was so proud of him. By now I can imagine he would have a wonderful partner, some children of his own, and this cool mixing music job. But we, Brian's family and friends in the community, was robbed of this. No one can be punished for this crime, as the one who did this is dead, and those who helped him cover this up are low-life scums. All it would take is an anonymous call we can bring um, to bring Brian home and try to begin our healing process. On July 8th, we will mark 16 long years since our wondering who and what, where is Brian? I know I am one day closer to my answer. So I hope, Barbara, you are closer. I hope someone will come forward and let you know. Um, I, I'm sorry it's been going on so long and that's a long time not to know where your precious baby boy is. And this is from, um, Brian's cousin, Amy. Everyone should know about my cousin, Brian. To know him was to love him. Although you may have, sorry, the printing's so small here. Although you may have to take a second to realize that, this kid could have been reeling in frustration, crying from laughing so hard, and smothering you in a, in a hug all within two minutes. I have so many great memories of Brian and lots where he would drive me, his sister, his parents, his cousin, and his friends nuts with his antics, but usually just with the teasing or pranks. Brian was a stand-up guy, even from a young age. He was quick to shut up, bully down, or stand up for someone he thought was being treated poorly. I just got to get some water one second. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Now don't get me wrong. He would relentlessly tease someone he thought was being treated poorly. Sorry, re relentlessly tease Brittany, but he wasn't going to let anyone else get away with it. Brian would give anyone the shirt off his back. Again, that shows what kind of amazing guy he is with a great heart. He was smart, loving, loyal guy, and ridiculously funny. He got himself into some very funny predicaments, including accidentally running into my neighbor's house wearing a skeleton mask and a dress while being chased by a gorilla. It was Halloween. His best friend, Timmy, was in the gorilla suit chasing him while they were acting out a skit, and Brian took his glasses off so he could get the mask on. It was dark, and he couldn't see so well. Or the time he threw caution to the wind and ignored his parents' warnings not to climb the tree to, back, to the backyard and sit on the branch. He had just finished singing us a lovely rendition of Rockin' Robin. I remember that song. When the branch broke and down came Brian. That's cute. Um, Brian is missed beyond measure. He missed out on so much of his life because somebody, someone out there selfishly took it from him. When Derek Murray killed Brian, he did not only take Brian's life, but he stole from all of Brian's family and friends and anyone that knew him. And after that, he and his accomplices um, hid Brian's body. 
he knew where Brian was left. Some of the family knows where Brian was left, and I saw proof of this with my own eyes in the jailhouse recordings between family members and the statements of countless confidential informants. Of course, when questioned by the authorities, they say they don't know. I don't know why someone would want to keep that secret, knowing that they hold the answer that could diminish some of the hurt and pain and frustration of Brian's loving family. We know he isn't coming home in the way we wanted, but we should at least be able to lay him to rest at a place that we choose. Why anyone would want, sorry, it gets emotional to read this. Um, why anyone wouldn't want to give that gift to someone is beyond me. Brian, I love and miss you so much. I know I will see you again. And that's from his cousin, Amy. And again, here's Brian. So Brian Sullivan, missing July 8th, 2007. Good looking boy, you know, really nice, big smile. And here he is again. And very nice eyes. <laughs> again and Brian and his sister Brittany hi Katie <laughs> and then right here and that's a beautiful picture and thank God for pictures because the memories live on forever and here an age progression of Brian that I did uh, 25 years old that was in 213 that's a while back and then I have another one to read here. And this is from, um, so that was Amy, and this is cousin Katie. <laughs> For many months after Brian disappeared, we had hoped that he would return. Sorry, the sun's just shining this. But eventually we knew and felt that he most likely wasn't coming home. We knew he would never walk away from his family and that he loved and the family that loved him so much. We had hoped for a long time until we knew. Now our hope isn't to bring him home alive because we know that isn't possible, which is so sad, you know? Our hope now is to bring him home to lay him to rest. He deserves that and we deserve that. There are people out there that can help us do that. These people have confined to their lives. I'm sure they're making memories with their families and maybe even mourning the loss of some of their own family members as it's been 15 years and these are the things that happen when that kind of time passes. We just want to mourn Brian and give him the farewell he deserves. We want to place a visit to visit him, a place to put objects and flowers on holidays, a place to talk to him when we need to. Is that too much to ask when he's already been taken away from us in such a terrible, senseless way? I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> We have many wonderful memories of Brian and the time we spent with him. We will never, he will never be forgotten in our family and we will always continue to have hope that one day we will get to have him back and that he will know he has been found. That is our hope. And that's from his loving cousin, Katie. So thank you for that. And again, here's Brian. And I'll just read this for the new people who've came on. Um, missing Brian Sullivan, missing and murdered from Rochester, New York, missing since July 8th, 2007. He was interested in music, um, a really good person, good heart, um, cared about people, had empathy, 
He was only 19 years old. And if you think back to when we were 19, we were just babies back then, so young. So he had his whole life ahead of him. His birthday is December 5th, 1987, white male, 5'11 height, weight 170 pounds, eyes blue, hair black, full beard, nicknamed Sully. And again, if anybody heard, whether you're at a bar, whether you hear people gossiping, talking, no tip is too small. If anybody thinks they know where Brian may be buried, please call the Monroe County Sheriff Department in Rochester, New York at 585-753-4176. It's never too late to call. And if you're scared to call, a lot of people are afraid. They don't want to be, um, you know, they're, they're afraid for their own lives. They feel if they rat out on something or someone, but you know what, you can call anonymously. You can give that tip so Brian can be found and he can um, lay to rest. He deserves that. Hi, Diane. And the family deserves that too. So again, the Monroe County Sheriff Department at 585-753-4176, and that's in Rochester, New York. And the details, once again, of his disappearance is Brian Sullivan disappeared early in the morning of July 8, 2007. According to reports, the 19-year-old Churchville Chile High School graduate had spent the previous evening watching a movie at a friend's house, then bought breakfast at the drive-in through um, of a Chili's Avenue Burger King. Investigators found a receipt for the food stamped with the time 5.38 a.m. in Brian's car. The red 1995 Pontiac Sunfire fire was found in front of a 100-acre wooded area on nearby Lennington Avenue. And again, you can contact the Q Center too if you have a tip. And I, I know, I got to know Barbara and she's a sweetheart, really good heart, always so pleasant, always putting nice stuff on the internet, like really nice family. And again, do this for her, do this for Brian, do this for everyone who loves him. If you know something, come forward. That two minute, one minute call would end a nightmare for a family and for this family, 16 year nightmare. So if you can do the right thing, that would be great. Again his age progression that I did in 2.13. And I'll end off with a few pictures just to see again. So Brian, no one's forgotten about you. We're still trying to locate you, your family, cousins. Everyone loves you so much. And we wanna find you. So we're asking everyone if you know something, come forward and do the right thing. So again, please do the right thing and call the Monroe County Sheriff Department at 585-753-4176. Let's help locate Brian and bring him home. And I'll end with this. Um, I'm also teaching forensic art now. It's the Artist to Forensic Artist Blueprint. It's kind of hard to see. I, I can't tell you how many people come to me for forensic art age progressions or facial reconstructions and I can't do them all. So I've completed 242 law enforcement cases to date. I just, people always ask me, why don't you teach? I never wanted to teach. Through the pandemic, I thought, why don't I teach what I know? It took me 20 years to learn it, to study all over the world. I bridged the gap, I did an online course and anyone who wants to become a forensic artist, if you're an artist, I bridge the gap in this short course and I'm teaching you what I know so you can help out and um, do age progressions on missing people so we can crush down on crime together. And it's retain your unique artistic talent 
and your compassion with this blueprint to a career that helps crime victims, families, and law enforcement. Hi, I just wanted to explain a little bit about that recording. Um, I did a Facebook Live for Brian Sullivan's family, Barbara and everyone, and um, Brian's been missing for almost 16 years now. So it went amazing on Facebook Live. We almost got 2,000 views in less than a week. So we thought it would be a good idea. We also put it on the podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? So that'll explain why... um, I'm holding up pictures, but you're not able to see because this is an audio. But please go to www.canihelpfindyourmissingloveone.com and under Brian Sullivan will be the third season. You'll see his name, click, and you can see the pictures that I talked about in this episode, which was from the Facebook Live. And again, I believe in miracles. Let's all work together and help to bring Brian Sullivan home. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One is created, produced, and hosted by Diana Trepkoff. Associate producer and sound editing by Marty Brown. Please don't forget to call in any tips. Thank you. Thank you.